Javice, episode 10, featuring Jonathan Hopp and Kusama Rao. Music by Leo. So let me just fact check this a little bit. Um, front end, New Seasons manager. Is front, that... front end manager. Front front end manager. Which location? I... Where's that? I better not get fucking fired for this. No, <laughs> you won't. Welcome to Javice. I am Jay Flewelling. Yeah, I'm Jason Williams. And you are here listening to our podcast where we give advice. You sure are. And Jay. Yeah. Why are, Why do we do this? Well, I'm glad that you asked. It was eight years ago when Jason and Jay went on a hike, an innocent hike in the gorge. We came across, and again, if there's children listening, maybe you want to get them out of the room. We came across an elf. I remember that day very clearly because I just watched Lord of the Rings and I knew what elves were now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I knew this could either be good or bad or maybe neither. You were wearing an entire yellow rain jacket outfit, pants. Sure was. It was raining. It was a spring day. The elf presented himself from behind a boulder and offered us, can you solve a riddle? And I will grant you a wish. And I don't know if you know, but I love riddles. Yeah. Well, Jason's pretty good at them too. Thank you. Really good. Intimidatingly good. Yeah. And um, there was two of us and we kind of bargained, you know, it was sort of like, can we help? And if we win, we could both kind of get half a wish or like we share one. You know, so there was a little bit of haggling because originally he wanted just like one. Like one for one or something. Yeah. But there was both of us. We're a team. Yeah. When we always think that we always like go out of the house, like there's no I in team, like just mm-hmm. as a motto. Right. Could be going to Burgerville still. I know what people are wondering. What What was the question? Well, I mean, I don't, we don't want to go. And... I know what they're also wondering. Do we answer it? Uh, well, of course we got it right. And what happened when we got it right? Well, he asked for a wish and we were like, you know, again, team oriented. And we were like, well, what does the world need? Advice. And then we're like, make us really good at giving advice. Yeah. Like, and not, not just good. Like, like if, you know, this was eight years ago. And if, you know, maybe Britney Spears came up to us and was like, Hey, help me with my career. What should we do? We'd give advice on it. Yeah, definitely. Just, it would just come out. And then we were like, you know, we're thankful of this elf, you know, and just right. as soon as we said it, you know, this is this elf immortal, so many riddles, so many wishes. And like, he looked at us like you two have asked for the best wish. Yeah. And you know what? This was like right around the the recession. And we, we gave a little warnings. We gave advice on that. No, people didn't listen. Nope. None of it's them okay, listened. though. Everything's, you know. Yeah. So, well, what we've learned is that we need to record our advice so yeah. that people can learn and mass, mass populations. And we were going to record it on a different medium, but we decided podcast was probably the best. Yeah. I mean, not breaking bre- into the porn industry. No. Also like putting it on the airwaves, like on, you know, just NPR. It's just, it's, it's a misstep. It's a misstep. Yeah. You know, we, yeah. So that's why we're here today, but we also have two wonderful guests yeah ladies and gentlemen kumi rao hello hi and we also have jonathan hop over here hey guys thanks so much for coming to javice yeah thanks for having us 
It's a pleasure to have both of you here. It is a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to learn more about your elven <laughs> history, but yeah, you know that's here now. There, we don't, I mean, you know, we don't want to like go on about that. I know it's 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 an endless conversation. <laughs> I also freshly know what an elf is now. Have you seen Lord of the Rings? Um, yeah, it was like the first movie that um my mother actually like delivered biting sarcastic comments through. Um, so it was a really fun like bonding experience, <laughs> like a sixty-year-old. You and Indian your mom, <laughs> you and your mom just got down on some Lord of the Rings. It was it was amazing. We both we both equally didn't understand it and hated it. And <laughs> my dad was like loving it, and um, my mother, who's like super kind hearted and so loving, and just never has like um, anything bad to say about anyone. It's like uh, like in the middle of it was like. Oh look! There comes another goblin. Like, just like <laughs> didn't get it. I didn't get it. Just, like, just critiquing nice it. To, yeah. To, well, man, yeah. I'm, I'm into I was, it. it I always awesome. thought it was just limited to Will Ferrell wearing very tight spandex. But no, and you know they're not people, so they don't. I don't care if you make fun of them. Honestly, <laughs> no, 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 no. Especially, especially the orcs. Yeah, they're hundreds, hundreds of years old. So. Yeah, that's true. But so, Kumi, you are a a personal chef. Uh, yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, so, what is that? Um, so I basically um, work with different people that want to create uh, culinary experiences for their families or for their friends. Um, and I just kind of will either um, make food for them for the week or um, like put together a 14-course crazy elaborate dinner party for a special occasion or like people are struggling with learning how to cook different things i will um kind of do like personalized uh cooking instruction and things like that and i also do pop-up dinners yeah so you do pop-up sort of like traveling personalized dinners yeah experiences yeah. i have clients in different states and it's really fun i get to kind of go and check out different food scenes in different areas and yeah. What is a pop-up chef? So like pop-up dinners are, um, like dinner. are yeah, like a pop-up dinners are just um, basically restaurants that don't have a restaurant attached to them, like special dinner events where people get, um, they're usually invite only, um, and you kind of set up a whole um, menu in like maybe like the middle of a farm or a random park or, um, yeah, depending on how adventurous you get kind of underneath like a bridge or something and then um you do kind of like a multiple course um dinner and it's all communal table and get to meet new people it's really fun it sounds delightful and it's delicious. very delightful and delicious and like very personal and like a special experience yes absolutely maybe i've yeah, seen that like on top of, chef before yeah <laughs> but and then you also They're pretty big you also like teach yeah, yeah. I really like people. There's a lot of people that I work with that have a lot of insecurities about navigating a kitchen, and I um, get to come in and uh, make them feel comfortable in their pantries and um, teach them. I do like a lot of Indian cooking and a lot of like Mexican cooking and then some like Indian Mexican fusion. So, um, kind of teach a lot of people how to work with chilies and spices and things like that. So, what would yeah. you say is like a philosophy of your fusion cooking? And my fusion cooking. I just feel like um, it's really important to uh, to um, be 
to, I guess, think about dishes before you just mash them up together. I think that a lot of people get really frustrated by um, fusion cuisine because it's like, like, oh, let's just put like kimchi in a taco and now we have like this, you know, fusion. And, um, and I think that, uh, that fusion cooking is, is, is kind of telling, um, a more t- I feel telling of like the, the, the American experience because we don't just live in a bubble and we don't just have these like isolated kind of cultural traditions. And even if you go to uh, search for an authentic dish of any sort, you're just not going to get anything that maybe Americans think of when they think of authentic because um, even like village to village in one city, like one particular dish will just be like, you know, spat upon if it's missing this one very particular spice. And so I I kind of like really love doing fusion cooking because I just don't believe that authentic, authentic dishes and authentic cuisine, the way that Americans think about authentic cuisine actually exists. And I think the truer uh, form of of cooking is is really just kind of connecting with um, our own kind of culinary stories and our own culinary experiences. and just understanding how all of these spices maybe like work together and how many parallels exist within all different cuisines because um yeah because we just have a lot more in common than i think people give credit for yeah oh well i mean that sounds great thank you so much for coming thanks for having me also i think i need to hire her because i do not (laughs) i'm not comfortable in the kitchen (laughs) and also when he said uh putting kimchi on a taco and then calling it a fusion i thought of koi fusion because that's exactly oh, what they do i totally don't even mean to be like i know yeah, i didn't think yeah, so but that's yeah. funny because like they have fusion yeah. in the name or their yeah that's yeah. true uh we also have uh jonathan hop over here who is a front-end manager at a supermarket a local supermarket. A local supermarket, <laughs> West Coast. Uh, you know, like a, a very, uh, you know, friendly, 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 and upper, upper taste, upper class, like an, a step above in taste. I love it. Price, I shop. I shop here all the time. Actually, yeah, I do too. I'm addicted. <laughs> what's your, uh, what's your, what do you gotta do as a front end manager? I basically oversee the uh, about thirty five different cashiers. Uh, and make sure that they are giving the greatest customer service possible on the planet at all times, which happens. I totally believe that because I know when I go there, they're super, they go above and beyond. Yeah, that's uh, that's what we pride ourselves on. And, uh, you know, it's something that I actually enjoy. You know, I've been in retail my whole life. It's become my inadvertent career. And uh, it seems as though, like at this point, you know, this is uh this is something that's just super easy. It comes naturally. And uh, you know, managing a staff and having them do the same thing that I enjoy doing is also, you know, kind of rewarding as well. And like you wh- used to work for Borders. If uh, anybody border. remembers that place. Oh yeah. I They're still see. around. Are they? I no, thought they Oh, they're gone. They're gone. All of them? I'm, oh. I've seen them like weirdly some places. <laughs> I used to work for Crown Books back in the Midwest. They're gone. Worked for Borders, they're gone. <laughs> well, you hope. worked for Music Millennium, they're gone. <laughs> no, they're still around. They're holding in, on. In part, yeah. They're holding on. <laughs> they're doing all right. Um, and also, you, like myself, is a movie buff. That, my friend, is true. Definitely true. 
what's your, <laughs> if you if you were to give a, a recommendation for a movie just like off top of your head to everybody that they probably have never seen they should go see what would it be just like any movie it's whatever Jeez, that's like asking the square what the square root of a million is. No one will ever know. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, something that I've seen recently that I've quite enjoyed, yeah, would be the return of M Night Shyamalan in The Visit. Is a good movie. Very good movie. Most people would scoff at the idea of watching an M Night Shyamalan movie. That he's talking about me, but now I will see it because I gave it a recommendation. So I will, I will check it out. I'm serious. I've also been revisiting a lot of old horror movies, which is kind of the uh, little... You got to give me something. little cause... genre that I love. Oh, gosh. Let's see. There's a early 80s horror movie called Alone in the Dark that has uh, Jack Palance and Martin Landau and Donald yes. Pleasance, and it's about this uh, mental institution that's run completely on electricity. And so when there's an inevitable blackout, <laughs> turns out they all escape. Oh, man. <laughs> with horrifying consequences. Is it a good movie? Like, is it scary? No, no. It's awful, okay. but it's so enjoyable. <laughs> Alone in the dark. Um, this is going to come out after Halloween. But I... Tr yeah. <laughs> um, and... Oh, there, there's no particular season for horror movies. That is... It's every That's every totally day. true. Because I'm playing a horror... Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, and also a... Uh, you also have a, a variety of music taste, a variety of, you know, you also like different music. I do. I do. Well, you're, a, you're a connoisseur. Connoisseur. A connoisseur. You're a connoisseur of a lot of things. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's I flattering mean, that movies, you all think that. books, music, definitely. I respect that. I like yeah. when people know. Yeah, well, uh, pop you culture. Have, you have a comedic mind. I'd like to think so. <laughs> I've, uh, I've, uh, felt like I've always been kind of a funny dude, like almost like Bruni Cur Bruno Kirby style in Good Morning Vietnam. Deep in my heart, I know I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, I've uh, I've uh, been fortunate enough to uh, have the opportunity to write sketch comedy from a, with a class paid for by a wealthy benefactor. and uh, Very wealthy. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I don't know. I feel just like, you know, I've just always been that kind of like, ride dry jokester that's just been you know saying smart ass shit and getting away with it for i don't know 30 years now oh cool well thank you both for coming you're welcome <laughs> wait for the you're welcome Jay. you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome Jay. Okay. Okay. i was doing the power of silence i'm sorry it's <laughs> from a previous episode we gave some <laughs> advice on spoiler alert <laughs> So, but you know, you're, you're here for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, I feel like I need to preface this with like, I'm, I'm from Arizona I feel like mm. to me, <laughs> just, <laughs> it's a little bit more telling about, I just, I'm not from the Pacific Northwest. I think all of you guys are from this region. No, 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 only, no. I, only me. No. I okay. am from the, uh, farmlands. Oh. Of Illinois. Oh, but you've been here for more than how long have you been here? Thirteen years. Thirteen now. years. Okay. So I consider so myself an it, Oregonian, even though I've got you know. I can see that corn roots. Mm -hmm. I can see that. So I've been here for like three years, and I feel like it's um, I guess it is. The, it has been three years. I just feel like it's been this. It's 
really intense struggle for me to kind of figure out the cultural climate and um, rules of conversation and how to engage with people on a day-to-day basis. And um, I feel like uh, I, I just, I've learned so much about myself and how I learned to talk to, how I've learned to talk to other people, maybe based on what my upbringing is. Um, and I definitely think a lot of that through food. So like I, because I do really random weird things with chilies um, and like, or, you know, spices. I, I'm just always at a grocery store buying insane amounts of ingredients that um, maybe like elicit questioning from customer service folk at, at New Seasons or Trader Joe's and um, I don't know, just whatever, whatever store I'm at, but I, um, will sometimes end up in in this situation where um, I will go to a, a new seasons and, and talk to the same uh, customer service person maybe like three or four or five times in the day because I'm not really good at planning too. That's kind of a personal <laughs> issue. But um, like, oh, you again? Yeah. <laughs> How's that recipe coming? Yeah, along? and I would think that seeing someone so many times in one day. Um, that I don't, there's something would happen where like me and the other person would become <laughs> friends or or, or like or or married or I would be like pregnant with so many like new seasons children <laughs> but I'm not <laughs> and I'm just kind of not understanding why that is I just I feel like I um am having the same exact conversation with people um, again and again, it's like, oh yeah, hey, that's great. Like, you know, what are you using all these habaneros for? Like, oh, and then I just end up talking about this sourdough that I make, and like, oh, that sounds really good. I'd love to try some of that. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'd love to make it for you sometime. And I just like, it happens so many times with the same person again and again and again. Um, and then my head starts to just get really crazy and loopy because. I spend a lot of time with bread and I feel like I just reflect on these like seven to 10 second, whatever interactions with new seasons, mm. like cashiers. Wow, and I just like wonder, efficient. well, I guess, yeah, maybe they're not, it's, it, I don't, time just, time, I don't even know what happens to time. Express lane relationships. Yeah. And I guess it's, a, it's, it's much longer than that. But I was just trying, I, I just felt like if, if I know that I'm irritated with this like interaction that I have five times a day, like I worry and wonder about what it's like on the other end where you have to like have some of these very meaningless conversations where you don't have any personal investment in what's happening with these people and what they're eating and like just having to kind of force this small talk back and 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 forth all the time like I yeah I just I kind of sometimes it's like a deep concern for the employees of these of these grocery stores and then other times i just feel like like why is the world like this like why why do we have to like pretend that we're interested in things that we're not uh, do you ever find that do you have any kind of like meaningful inter- interactions with these folks at all or is it just just pretty much the same person be like hey you were you're buying chilies again yeah yeah it's kind of like it's kind of like that i thought that 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 after a while after like two years of seeing the same person every wednesday oh, wow. that two like, years i would be like i think it's time oh, to yeah, move on to a different like, line yeah <laughs> i wonder if my like, store 
I don't. Just like, I, oh. don't look at the I name know. tag at all in the two-year time span. It doesn't matter. I mean, I, I try to, I, I, I've had conversations with them sometimes where I'm just like, yeah, I'm like the girl that comes in every like Wednesday and I buy 100 habaneros. And then I almost felt, the last time I tried to bring that up, like, yeah, this happens like kind of often. It almost made the other person super uncomfortable. I so like even, my, so I, I don't want to make them uncomfortable and I don't want to like, but, but I just, I, I kind of have like, tried different things to check out from the experience of this forced small talk. But it's funny because like, so in, in Arizona, or I don't want to make broad generalizations about Arizona, but I feel like the community, no, the city there. that yeah, I like, you could do grew that. up in, yeah. like you don't even talk to people if you like them. It's not like, so, so the fact that like so many people that you see on a day-to-day basis, like will engage with you in conversation is a little bit too much for me, which I, when I first got here, I was like, oh my God, everyone's my friend. Like everybody wants to be my friend. This is awesome. Like I want to go hang out with a girl at the new seasons and we're going to talk about how awesome squash is. And I realized she doesn't care about squash. Like she's not interested in this at all. Like she has to, she has to ask you about what your recipes are. I'll just, guys, I just want to say something real quick. Um, I would get my haircut from this one lady and she had, a, she's one person in one building and first haircut place I found here, got my haircut from her. She's asked certain questions. I was like, oh yeah, I know about her daughter, this and that. Next time I get my haircut a month and a half later, same lady, she's only one person, exact same questions and conversations, except saying answers, exact same thing she asked me. And then the third time, same exact thing. And I was even saying, I know you said your your daughter wants to work for SeaWorld. I know you told me this. <laughs> and guess what? I don't go there anymore because it bothered me so much that it was so interpersonal that I did. I was, I, was, I mean, she's one person. She's only one person. So I, I feel your pain and I am hoping to work through this too because <laughs> I don't love small talk at all. <laughs> Well, let me just say that uh, every uh, cashier or person that cuts someone's hair probably does the same thing 500 times a day, if not more. Well, probably not the hair thing, but that's the cashier. (laughs) Man, that'd be a lot. But uh, for the cashiering thing, like every cashier has about, oh God, I couldn't even like really put a number on it, like hundreds of transactions in a day especially on any kind of a busy day. And, uh, you know, there are certain people that we will always remember, you know, uh, certain people that will, you know, we'll pick up a conversation where we last left off and some people that will be like, Hey, how's it going? Oh, we're going to talk about the weather again. Great. We'll do that. But ultimately it's never a sign of just not really caring. It's just, you know, they're not being forced to make small talk. It's actually, you know, just kind of enjoying engaging somebody for a few seconds and then they're on their way. And, uh, you know, I mean, granted, I realized that, you know, buying a hundred habaneros at a time, you know, (laughs) would make someone stand out more, (laughs) but, uh, but do you, is there, is there something that you can kind of notice when the customer doesn't want to engage? I mean, is there something to follow that? And you're just like, Uh, Oh, absolutely. Like you can tell right away. Like I'm a big reader of body language. Like right when somebody comes up, you can tell instantly that one, they want to talk or two, they don't want you to say a damn word to them. So uh, on the case of the second one there, it's usually just like, Hey, how's it going? And you're like, Oh, fine. Oh, cool. Cool. Having a good day. It just, that's, you know, the basic small talk. But as long as you're just kind of, uh, you know, putting some good energy behind it, like a kind of a nice positive vibe, just like, just basically, you know, being 
friendly. <laughs> well, uh, it tends not to, you know, go awry. But then there's the folks, too, that are actually, like, wanting to talk to you. And then you find yourself having a conversation with them. And, I mean, me personally, I tend to, I have, I have a horrible, like, <laughs> a horribly good memory <laughs> of knowing faces and conversations that I've had. There's been times where we're walking down the street and I've suddenly stopped my wife and I've been, oh my God, I know that person. Where is it? <gasps> that was our server from three years ago at this restaurant. So for me, I tend to remember folks and just kind of pick up the conversation where I left off and we'll just kind of, you know, take it from there. And because of the body language, I'll know what to say, what I can get away with saying, how I can joke. I always like to joke. And I always, you know, kind of use the pop culture as the little uh, catalyst to make the conversation work. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it really varies from customer to customer, like what, what kind of conversation you're going to have. So I was wondering, so when you said you're, you're giving this example of this small talk conversation that you might have with someone where you're like, oh, yay, how's it going? And the person says, oh, yeah, fine. Then, like, you continue with, like, oh, yeah, having a good day. Like, I'm wondering, like, what is the, per- like, it, there's something about that that's just so extra that's, like, you've already, like, come to the conclusion that everything's fine. Like, what? And I, 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 I get that all the time, and I'm just like, oh. I like, can't handle the silence. It's just too awkward to just stand there and ring somebody up, somebody that's standing like less than two feet from you, and you're just barely making eye contact and, and not speaking. It sounds like you should be working at an organization called Safeway or something. I'm learning Ooh. about this. Um, I want to say, that I, the thing I will say this is like, I, I don't like small talk, but I feel like I, I've heard it's called like, um, it's basically autopilot. So it's just in some cases. Yeah. And I don't, and the thing is like, I go to this place all the time near my house and I mostly don't want to talk because I'm just like in a hurry and the cashier always wants, they always are nice and say something to me. I will say that that. sucks. (laughs) No, no, but what I was going to say is like, uh, like I haven't, but that being said, um, I am curious how you break out of the small talk cycle. I feel well, it like depends I, if you want to. I will never. I will say I will never. Like I will always choose meaningful conversation over small talk. Always. Like if someone's like, "How's your day?" and I'm like, "Good. How are you? Good." I would rather avoid that, and then I'd rather them say something completely different. It, it can be anything. It can be like, "Oh man, dude, I love this uh, weird milk you're buying," or something. <laughs> I, I had a I had a phase where when somebody would do the autopilot answer like, "Oh, how's your day?" or "How are you feeling?" I'd be like, "Oh, I feel really content," and it would just sort of like jaw no, this formula. That's what you're supposed to do. And you're, they're like, "If what? you want to oh. break someone out of small talk, you're supposed to jar it out of it." Just by respond, like even saying like, "How was your day?" How's your day so far? Gets a better response than how's your day. That's that's what I pretty much do as a rule. Like I don't I don't really just say like, "Hey, how's it going?" I'm usually just kind of like asking and, you know, like kind of a, a an opening prying question. Just like say like, so uh, what's on the docket for today? Yeah. That counselor. Stuff breaks <laughs> your counselor. <laughs> Admiral <laughs> Akbar. Yeah. When I first came here, um, I like I had to write down what appropriate responses to like, how's your day going was. Uh, wow. Because... <laughs> I'm not used to, oh, I mean, you're How not. How many did someone, you come up with originally? I'm just curious. I mean. Like, the bullet point <laughs> rundown. The bullet points are just like, <laughs> you just say, oh yeah, it's great. It's great. I had like a fabulous cappuccino and like the sun was out and it was awesome. And like, you know, I just like went and got a great scone and oh my God, like the <laughs> bread. It like, 
fucking you know just like just having just talking about how portland like happy everything is it's like you talk about like your coffee and the sunshine and like whatever like you just have the day off and and you're gonna get some sun there's always this question of like oh you're gonna get some sun today like oh you should check out the sun and then, and then you you say that back to them like oh are you gonna get some sunday like oh i'm actually working till till close <laughs> i've heard so, that many and times then i just yeah. like have to be like oh i'm i'm sorry yeah. like i feel awkward now <laughs> like you're so not we, even i've had that same situation that. where like you know there is such this friendly thing going on and i'm like oh yeah and they're like asking me to do I'm like oh well I, you know yeah and this weekend I have a yeah. show or whatever you should come and that's an autopilot for me is like yeah. you should come and then like so many times I'm like oh we're all gonna be working and it's like <laughs> I'm sorry like and it's like de- like just yeah. so cold like it instantly is like we're gonna be working and I'm like, <laughs> so what I learned is that when people ask you about how you're doing you're not really allowed to be like I'm having a really shitty day like things are just not working out for me like there's this weight that just drops and in like you should what, tell them that you're having a really I, shitty day what ha- like what what do you say like what do you do when that happens just, how often does that happen for i'm you? instantly empathetic and i'm like oh really? god oh geez i'm glad i'm not you i'm like <laughs> good thing i'm behind this counter yeah. <laughs> safe and sound from the outside world <laughs> Rough no, but I mean, I feel like, you know, if somebody's just like, oh, I've got a really bad day, and it's just like, I don't even pry at anything. Like, that right there is basically a, a, a conversation stopper. I'm just like, oh, man, that sucks. I'm sorry. You're really having a bad day. That's that's too bad. Well, I hope it, you know, turns around. And, you know, when I say it, I'm I'm sincere, you know. I can hear it in your voice that you're sincere. I'm not even joking. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Like, that's, like, so that's, that's like, a, like a, less awkward. Then, yeah. then the silence is the honesty would be less awkward than the silence for you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can't just sit there and not say anything. I have to, I have to talk. Otherwise, I'm just in pain. I'm in agony, <laughs> and I can't. You know, I can't say the same thing for every cashier. You know that you've had, <laughs> and uh, um, but uh, but yeah, unless unless there's something that's coming out of my mouth, and <laughs> there's always some. BS, like, you know, small talk, whatever, coming out of my mouth jokingly. And let me just say right now, too, I can, I, I feel like I'm a pretty good gauge of like what jokes I can totally just, you know, run off somebody like right off the bat, you know, or, or just based on their response. Like I listen to what they say. And then from there, yeah. it's crafted into something that, you know, is meaningful for them. And, you know, and somewhat for me as well. It's not just like, hey, how's it going? Oh, fine. All right, cool. Bye. Well, habaneros. <laughs> By the way, yeah, totally. <laughs> I, I love your uh, puppet show. Just yeah. 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 Sorry for all the hand motions yeah. out there. They were great. Well, the they were intricate. Okay. Well, so you know, this person drops a bomb like, oh, you know, I'm having a bad day, and you'd be honest. So, like, what's the? Tell me, like, the opposite of like, do you ever have like super fans that are like, hey, you, John, and you, oh, Nancy? Yeah. Like, what's worse? And tell me about them. I enjoy the super fans because they pick up the conversation right where the uh the last transaction you know ended <laughs> so it's just like so how did that rash finally uh, <laughs> <laughs> did that cream that you bought <laughs> no but it's just like so how you know I, i've you know i've got a regular customer who um has a uh, uh like a preteen child and is um low functioning autistic child and he is so damn cool and like that child is one of the the conversation pieces that we like utilize because I let him ring up the groceries and do all of these things and kind of just like you know uh, you know let let the kid like you know 
be a part of the entire thing. And because of it, like, you know, this, this person seeks me out every single time that they're in the store, they know me by name, you know, it just, it just happens naturally where you, you find customers that are genuinely interested in being talked to. And when they're talked to, you find more about them. And, you know, like I said, I remember names, faces, conversations, and I'm always able to just recall it instantly. And, and it, you know, it, it, it's actually really a good feeling, you know, for, you know, being in that's the question that's the next question one of my things I was going to say to Kumi is like get to know the cashier and like know their names and have inside jokes and stuff like this and it's just like oh yeah but then after hearing what you said like so I asked John like when a cashier doesn't do that like is there a way to like is, is there any like tips to like get them to remember you you think or you know because like with the way you're saying like that is you know like they seek you out because of that experience like and to me i that is fun i i would like to see that you want to be sought out (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) no i mean like when like the person remembers you like i like i don't like like if i was kumi after a while and i was constantly like yeah i've told you like what do you I do know with your those name. peppers? No, I, you're just like, I, I know this, like I sometimes I'll tell you. someone, like, I remember your name. Your name is this. And she's like, um, Justin? No, it's Jason. <laughs> it's the fifth time I've, I've told you. Oh yeah, I, did that. I was thinking, I knew it was a J. And I, I, the, I can tell in my voice that I'm I, like, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing out some frustration. I don't want to, but I am. And I'm wondering, what am I doing differently? Or, or is it just them? Or, or do you think it's... It could be a little bit of both. Um, okay. I don't generally uh, go as far as to be like, try to remember people's names. Right. It's just the faces and like the personalities and like the, uh, the stories that they've told. Because um, I am <laughs> ironically horrible with names, but great with faces. So I don't even go down that route. And, you know, I also, I can't speak for every cashier. You know, not every person, you know, that cashiers is enjoying what they're doing. And especially when they're ringing you up. <laughs> but, uh, <That's> true. <laughs> um, but I think ultimately, um, like it's, it's, it's a tough thing to, to, to be able to like, you know, interact with so many people in a day and be genuine about it. So, you know, a lot of people will walk away, you know, from r- random transactions feeling just kind of like, Oh, that person didn't remember me. I come through their line all the time. But, you know, like I said, that person, I will- have- I just have, I want to make it clear that I have no expectation for any of these people to like remember these me people? or need to like, or, <laughs> <laughs> well, and do you want, I don't, do you want that? I just, here's the thing. I was thinking I actually wanted to craft some kind of like laminated get out of jail free card that would be like the get out of small talk free. Like I, have I a could note be about that too. the respite, you know, if okay. they wanted to like, I was, have a, I, well, I was going to say is another thing I wrote down is don't talk. And then write a note that you can just hand them and be like, hey, I don't have a tongue or like I have mouth problems <laughs> or I or I lost my voice and then just show it to them. And it's uh-huh. just like, just like, sorry, you know, like that wouldn't but stop I mean, me. I'd start <laughs> writing you something. I oh, just, there you go. But at least it's that instead of like small my little uh, small chalkboard that yeah. I keep behind hi. the counter. You can write like, hi, how are you? And just start small talk to them. That's just like Morse notes. code. Just well, like, would it be yeah. t- like, would that be taken, you know, acceptable or rudely? <laughs> well, I was well, I was thinking like like wouldn't it be awesome if like and maybe maybe to a certain extent I just want to be like the cool customer that totally gets it because I do like I 
So much of what I do is making people feel comfortable all the time. Like I am in hospitality. That's my thing. So um, like I love the idea of like we're both doing the same thing. Let's just like know that we don't have to do it with each other and we can just shut it off for a second. And it would be like this like two minute meditation every time I go through the checkout line and just be like, oh, there's the card. Like I don't have to do it because you're totally in the industry. Like you're the people pleaser. Like we can turn off the people pleaser thing for a second. That just sounds horribly awkward to me. Oh my gosh, that just sounds so like liberating. But yeah, you really yeah. you must be really good at your job. I will say, I think that even if it sounds awkward and you want to do it, yeah, do it. It would okay. be pretty I mean, funny to just see that the person on the cashier's face. Will, I'll tell you, that person will remember you after that. I bet that's true. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's all just to be remembered. Like I just, oh, I want to be it's remembered. It's not what you buy. It's well, um, what messed up thing you do when you're at the <laughs> check stand. So like being one of this, I had this excellent story of a former housewife of mine who he, 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 he wanted to go in and to a restaurant and be able to be like, I'll take the usual. And so he <laughs> went to this restaurant. It was like this pancake, you know, dive. And he went there day one and he ordered pancakes and a cup of coffee, like black, you know, and tried to be, you know, and then the second day ordered pancakes, cup of coffee, black. And then he goes in a third day and the lady's like, what do you want? Same waitress. And he's like, I'll have the usual. And she's like, what's that? And he just, he's like in that moment, life was done. It was over. And I, I mean, my question is, do you want your new season's customer, like person you see all the time, do you want them? me when you do that? Because <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> you know, you don't, I mean, do oh, you it, want to be remembered? Like, oh, hey, what's up, Kumi? Here's yeah. your thing. And then they know your, your style. When no. you're That's a good point. No, I, I, I'm super interested in being anonymous at the, at the checkouts. And I just, one of the, one of the things that I struggle with is just like, I don't want people to have to force themselves into conversation on my behalf. But when you were talking about the customers that you've had that have just been, you know, like that have dealt so well or not have dealt so well, but like have really appreciated you connecting with them on a very intimate level. Like I was just in the store um, like a few days ago and there was this really magical conversation between a cashier and um, an elderly woman about bags and I was listening to it and it was just so like benign sounding. It was just like, oh, beautiful bags. Like some people have really great canvas bags and some people have really wonderful decorated like cloth bags and and, and they were both engaging on, on just talking about bags in this way that really made this woman's day. And if I were on the other end of that conversation, like I would just, I, I just wouldn't know what to say about bags, but like, like it's just everything, a bag. yes, and everything that he was saying. I mean, I, it was so natural to him, like just to be able to elaborate. And it was, it was, it's a, a beautiful skill set, and it's I prof. so appreciate yeah, that they can like, actually like, do that. But you're essentially playing off like the people that are in your line. And, yeah, you know, you've mentioned multiple times that you wanted to be anonymous. Yeah. So, I mean, of course you stay anonymous when you come through the line every time. You know, people may remember you and just be like, oh, hey, you're buying habaneros again. You're like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be it for that. There's not, there's not going to be anything magical about that experience at all. Yeah, yeah. I just, I feel, I think I feel so strained by small talk because I suck at it that I assume that everyone that I'm like talking to on a daily basis, like when they're having a bad day, that so really like, the they issue have to, is like, not the cashier. <laughs> well, do you think? Well, uh, well obviously. I will say, um, one, uh, 
that's in, just improv basically it's how you get good at just talking about bags i would say but also i was gonna say um another note i have is you can get the grocery t- store to install a self-checkout to avoid cashiers altogether john um. can you help us out with this Sure. <laughs> Every <laughs> grocery store that's not mine has yes. those. <laughs> and let me just talk about the haggard crowd that go through the self-checkout. Uh, please do. Please I do. I do really appreciate those people. I like to... <laughs> I want those I, people to be my friends. I've, uh, I'm no stranger to the self-checkout. I do it. You know, I do shop at other stores besides my own. And... Boom, boom, boom. Um, and let me just say like the self-checkout is just the strangest surreal experience where it's just like, oh, it's an automated voice and it's telling me how I should. <laughs> no small talk. Yeah. I'm just like, this would be perfect for some. Huh? Huh? <laughs> that was an eye contact noise. <laughs> and, uh, um, but not, yeah, not, like na- not aimed at me. No, just not, not, not you. Yeah. yeah. The Jay doesn't eat food. Jay doesn't. No. Jay doesn't. Just, yeah. just blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording this at night. <laughs> no mirrors. Yeah. There's no glimmering going on right now with you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, self-checkout's never been uh, even an option at the store that I work at because, you know, the first priority has always been like, you know, speaking to people, making connections. You just, just, you know, like even if it is you know, mindless banter. Like you're still making a connection with something other than a screen. And then, so what do you teach? What is like number one? You know, I honestly don't feel like you can teach it. (laughs) You can, you can, you can coach to it not happening, but you know, like, and talk about, you know, like, Hey, you know, probably shouldn't have said that you look like you might be pregnant or something like that <laughs> or hey you eligible for the senior discount when it's somebody oh. that's in their early 50s you know mm. so you know you can't really you, you can't really teach like what to what what to know to say to people it's like you can only like i said like you can you can coach to the stuff that you know you shouldn't be saying to people a lot of the times and as a result you know people tend to find themselves a little more comfortable speaking with customers after that because they know like you know what's you know somewhat taboo in the not even just in a grocery setting in any kind of like, you know, not even retail setting, just any kind of like common sense conversation setting, you know? Uh, but, um, but yeah, I don't know. I, some people are really, really amazing at it. And, uh, for example, I, uh, I have a couple of cashiers that have worked at a local grocery store that's no longer around and had been there for, I don't know, 10, 15 years and are now at my store and the people from the local grocery store come in specifically because they know that those people are cashiering at our store. Damn. And there are, I mean, there that's, are... That's the gold medalists. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. yeah. So it's just like, you know, you know, a lot of people, will, you know, will feign interest in like, a you know, a customer's, you know, purchases, life, whatever. And then some people are completely genuine about it and I feel as though... You know, there's more genuine than there is, uh, you know, those that don't give a damn. I think there's just like a lot of different kinds, like the the people that are coming to the store after 15 years following, like, um, like following what, a, you know, they're the, wherever they're working next. I feel like things like that are definitely genuine interactions that um, that we've 
had with customer service over the years, but there's something specifically about, I think, what's happening. Well, at least my, my perception of, of uh, sometimes more like forcing that, you know, uh, general store interaction, like in the small town, like that kind of, mm-hmm. um, that kind of connection. Um, I don't know, that just it feels, it makes it feel strange. Cause I, I have those interactions for sure with like vendors and, and people in, in source. We actually have, uh, where that, where I feel like that connection um, is more organic mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, and it just it just it, it just happens to come together like it, that, and I guess sometimes it's just like it's also really dependent on like which particular like you know part of town or location that you're shopping at. You know, there's a lot of you know uh, there's a lot of folks that you know are you know maybe working in inner southeast stores that are just kind of like eh, whatever. Hey, I got this cool job here at the store. I'm not really worried about customer service so much. You mm-hmm. know, balanced out by the people that do. Um, you know what I'm. Beverly Hills. Ugh. Oh God! <laughs> do not shop there. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I've learned anything from Julia Roberts. Um. So, do you think we should tell my advice, Jay? I would love to hear your guys' advice. Okay. I'm I'm ready. Uh, first, real quickly. Kumi, what would be your ideal situation? Real quick, just. Um, ideal situation is probably the card. The card that says like, like you don't you don't really have to try with me, and we can just make this a, we can just do the exchange and the smile. Okay, like that's that. okay. <laughs> um, so I would say one, do that. You'll be awesome. Uh, oh, thanks. <laughs> I I will also say that I think that. This is just a thing you might want to try. If you go through a line, someone's like, oh, hi. You say, hey, it's me, the pepper lady, or whatever you have is crazy. <laughs> and they'll probably remember you by the nickname of the pepper lady. And then just oh, like okay. maybe keep quiet after that. <laughs> and then then you can just like kind of not probably do the thing. And they'll be like, oh, hey, it's a pepper lady. Cool. That's what I think. I think it leads into your real name eventually at some point. <laughs> yeah, if you want. I think I'm super happy someone, with Pepper Lady. Yeah, someone giving someone giving you a nickname will probably make it easier for them to remember. I would so yeah. call you the Pepper so, Lady. Okay, then I'm just gonna come to your store. There you go. I think I'm just gonna Um and then or I would and I'm not even joking about this, like just like or maybe even like just if you talk you either be like, oh, I can't really talk right now. Yeah. Or or do a cough. <laughs> like I sometimes notice if I talk yeah. or mumble at someone and I'm embarrassed. I'm like, oh fuck! I, I'll just like, just like cough a little bit. And I think they just, they'll just get the hint that like maybe you're sick and like you just want to be kind of left alone. Um, At that point, I'm asking, are you feeling okay? How's it going? How's that cough? No one has ever is it, asked me. Is it productive? <laughs> um, so I would say that, and like I think the main thing I'd say is a nick. If someone gives you a nickname, then they'll remember you over their, your real name too. Especially if they meet a lot of people, and yeah, yeah, I think that sounds. That sounds. Well, nickname is a lot very... easier to remember than a real name in some. Oh, I do that all the time. I, you know, it's like oh, right, even in my phone, I'll put like oh, I met this person on Tinder. You know, Josie Tinder or whatever. Or well, like, I put emojis <laughs> on everybody's name, <laughs> yeah, like, and you know, it's so fun. Uh, Kaylee from the bakery. You know, it's like something like that. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I'm gonna double down on Jason's advice, where one you do need to be recognized 
Like, I mean, I know you want to stay in the anonymous zone and you can definitely achieve that with body language and, you know, whatnot. I don't think that you should do the note. I think you should maybe experiment, try it once. But like if you were to actually, <laughs> as you get up to the line, you're probably going to get more and more like, no, I don't want to do this and I won't do it. Well, let, me, let me say, the, the note card? Has, yeah, the card has oh, yeah. to be very, very uh, it has quirky. Execution. It has to be, yeah, it has uh-huh. to be quirky and it has to be like friendly. Yeah. And uh, you have to have a smile along with it. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, let's just play this game. Because if it's not, it's, it's going to come across really rude, probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean, execution <laughs> is key. I mean, experiment with it, but I don't envy you when you're trying to do it for the first time. <laughs> well, you might want to check misconnections on Craigslist. Because if it's a guy, he might be like, oh, this is a cute little flirtatious thing. Yeah, yeah, you should do that. And he's okay, going to talk like that. So experiment it with if, if you want. Um, but I, my advice is actually to kind of like lean into it. I lean mean, in. Lean in. It's, you know, it's proven a lot of successful people and attitudes of success is Mm -hmm. to, you have to go outside of your comfort zone. And so Mm -hmm. I think that you need to really push yourself to gain, you know, that you are ordering the usual and the pepper lady is a great idea. Like self-subscribe, like, Hey, I'm the pepper lady, blah. But then as they know you, they're going to know like your business as usual, you're in the industry, you don't want a whole bunch of bullshit and you can save them the bullshit. I got a little more to say to add. Jay just sparked something I also think you should do. Uh, I would say if you don't want to do small talk, I would immediately announce it, but not announce it like I don't want to do small talk. I would announce it as like, hey, oh man, yeah, it's oh, I'm so bad at small talk. Like, just it's so weird to me or whatever. And just throw it out there, and then you maybe won't feel as weird anymore. Like, because you already yeah. kind of just threw it out there. You'll have the and, awkward upper hand. Yeah, well, totally. you know, it's like just calling out, like, you know, if you're in a place and you're not feeling comfortable, and you just call it out. If your friend's like, what's the matter with you? It's like, oh, I'm just not feeling that comfortable here. Like, just calling yeah. it out instead of being like, nothing's wrong, blah, blah, blah. Or just, mm. it'll kind <laughs> of like maybe either you'll have a good conversation or they'll just kind of get it and just be like, yeah, me too. So I 100% agree with you because a lot of times exactly what you just said, you're like, you know, what's wrong with you? And you're just like, or sometimes before somebody will say that, like I'm weirded out and I'm like, oh, these shorts are so weird. They don't (laughs) fit right. And then all of a sudden it's like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Just calling it out maybe. Yeah. I think that sounds good. Also, I think you guys should start some kind of like, like smart talk, like small talk, smart talk class of some sort like Us an immersion the master and, over here <laughs> that's true yeah like an immersion program for people well, I mean, you that train, don't live you in train your staff to um learn how to speak yeah yeah to not be awkward i think the goal is not to, i think the goal is not to have smart talk but then yes. to be comfortable <laughs> with not having smart talk yeah smart or small i like smart talk <laughs> oh yeah that's true but, but Both. yeah small talk small talk yeah. smart talk yeah. like quipping like mm, you, gotta use, <laughs> like, you gotta use words with more than mm. four syllables every we should start the like the 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 lack of whatever like pull it like the revolution real talk <laughs> real talk real talk no, like anti-small talk, anti-small pro talk, real, real talk. talk. Pro yeah. real talk. Thoughts on this revolution, John? Straight talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, These I don't also... have any thoughts, actually. Well, just... and then also, what <laughs> if somebody slipped talk. you a, a well-executed note saying, I don't want to talk? You know, if somebody did that, I would actually probably talk to them even more. <laughs> and then like, I would think that was funny. That would be a real interchange. You so, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, so you're doing oh, it then for the reaction like, and being talk to rather than not talking then no not so much because then i would know that that is a legitimate like that's actually who you are genuinely like you got a (laughs) message saying like no small talk well like fuck you like (laughs) like 
we're yeah, gonna talk there, there and that's like who you are that. you yeah, know we just be like wow do you get these like what twelve dollars for 60 of them that's yeah. so cool got what them kind at of spencer's yeah those, is that <laughs> a machine like the very ornate um is this hand would this be handmade now i mean probably yeah. oh it's yeah like, i definitely am thinking about the lamination it's like you know like gilded and with. just like in a nice you know but font. i mean if you think about it if that was commonplace like what if those cards like you wouldn't really have to read them but you knew what they were like a visa yeah. or you something just you know, oh, this red i can't talk to them card yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's like a pa- like as recognizable as I the shape and shade of a passport it was just like oh yeah. that's the yeah card i don't really feel like it's like an impolite i just feel like it's a respite card like take a take a break take you a breather just have one card and give it to the person and then when they're just like unsure of how to react be like okay i need that card back (laughs) (laughs) i only have one (laughs) well i mean maybe if you wore it sort of like a lanyard oh gosh we should just all wear lanyards just hold it right up like your vip card well maybe you could make a mask you're really anonymous is you just yeah. wear a mask and the mask really says like I don't yeah. want to be talked totally. to I mean oh, I think God. that just like that's facial scary. tattoos that's just why people yeah. get I facial tattoos I think at that tattoos. point you should probably just order your groceries online yeah, yeah. stay yeah. in your home I, in the yeah. darkened have someone else corner <laughs> of the room <laughs> yeah yeah I like it well I think we've case solved yeah that's that's the sound of a gavel insert Closed. Law and order sound. Yes. <laughs> do, do it. Oh, and you know what? Uh, John does trombone, so I hope Whoa. you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank yes. you, Kumi, and thank you, John, for being here. Thank you both. Yeah, thanks, thanks. for having us. Sorry for being so pokey. Like, but yeah. not physical. Just, po- just all pell mell, sh- roll, yeah. tumble, bumble. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like the Super Mario 2 character? Or what? <laughs> no. Pokey uh, forgiven. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't sense that. <laughs> no, not at all. Well, I am Jay Fluelling. And I'm Jason Williams. And I'm Jonathan Hopp. Oh, and I'm, I'm Kumi Rao. <laughs> Thank you so much. Goodbye. Signing out. Signing out. Signing out. <laughs> to start the chain